This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Could CeeDee Lamb be the most impactful non-quarterback for the Super Wild Card Weekend? Welcome back to Becky Wall Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth here with you. And it is Wednesday, and that means it's time for our power rankings. And for this week, we are looking at only wild card participants, and we're looking at players who are not quarterbacks who could have the biggest impact, the best players, if you will. So, Aaron, how about you give us our top five, uh, your top five, as far as non-quarterbacks who will have the biggest impact this weekend? All right. Are we starting at one or five? I say five. Five? Okay. All right. So this is a tough matchup. You got a rookie quarterback going up against uh, the best defense in the NFL. (laughs) But the Tank Dell injury really opened things up for my guy, Nico Collins. (laughs) And if the Texans are going to have a chance in this game, CJ Stroud and Nico Collins, that connection is going to have to be phenomenal and Stroud has put up some good yards against some good defenses case in point first game of the NFL season they played the Ravens his very first NFL game and he still put up 242 yards now I think the Ravens defense is better now but I also think CJ Stroud is better now and I think this Texans defense is not scared of the big stage so I've got Nico Collins at number five against the Browns you don't Number have them listed five times, do you? I don't. Number four. All right. The Dolphins defense is not great. No secret there. They are middling in terms of yards allowed. The Dolphins defense ranks 19th by DVOA. But I think playoff Pat and Travis Kelsey, they're going to put on a show here against the Dolphins. So I have Travis Kelsey at number four. I had to put it for because let's be honest, the Chiefs have not given us a lot of reason and confidence to want to back them. So I'm going off my priors a little bit and love their head coach. Just hoping that uh, Travis Kelsey finds a way to, you know, have a big game against a Dolphins defense that is not that good. At number three, the Rams, they ranked 20th in passing yards allowed per game they are better at stopping the run than they are the pass Amon Ross St. Brown I think they're going to find a way to have some success now obviously the run game for the Lions is amazing but that's what the Rams do better defensively so I think they will be able to focus more on that two-headed monster that's going to open things up 
for Amon Ra St. Brown. So I'm hoping against one of the worst pass defenses in the league that he can have a big game. And he did have over 100 yards receiving against the Ravens in late October. Number two, the Eagles defense, slow and old. Those are two things that you cannot fix overnight, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, that, that, you cannot make wholesale changes to your defense, okay? So Baker Mayfield is going to have a day, and so is Mike Evans. The Eagles give up the second most okay. passing yards per game in the NFL, so I'm looking to Mike Evans to have a big game. And number one, Green Bay. They give up a lot of rushing yards. They can't stop the run. 29th most rushing yards allowed per game. They rank 27th in overall defense by DVOA. Had to go with a Cowboys player here, Tony Pollard. You're going to have a big game, mm. so I put you at number wow. one. Nico, Travis Kelsey, Amon Ra, Mike Evans, and Tony Pollard. I don't have anyone matched up there. I, I figured ours would be very different. You have one? Yeah. You, you have one matched up, Joe? I have one same player. Yep. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, I'll go ahead and go next here. And uh, yeah, let, let's go ahead. Uh, I'll go ahead and go next here. So uh, yeah, completely different guys here. Uh, and I uh, decided to sort of mix and match positions, uh, you know, not just looking at, say, wide receivers and tight ends. Uh, but I also wanted to look at offensive linemen and specifically left tackles because the quality of your left tackle can matter a lot in terms of your overall offensive success. And that's why at number five, I went with Tyron Smith. We've seen Dak Prescott be a completely different quarterback without his left tackle. And this season alone, Smith has allowed a pressure rate of six and a half percent. That is second best among qualifiers behind Teron Armstead. And he's had the benefit of a quick game by his quarterback. Smith is a super veteran with just three penalties on his ledger all season. He plays well. The Cowboys play well. Number four, Denzel Ward. Defensive back for the Browns. He's the only DB on my list, but there's a reason the league and I both agree he is a pro bowler. Opposing quarterbacks have a passer rating of 49, fifth lowest among qualifiers. He's targeted a lot, and though his interception numbers aren't high, so what? With a coverage success rate of greater than 68%, he makes life miserable for opposing receivers. At number three, C.D. Lamb for the Cowboys. That's where he is. Number three. This guy catches everything thrown his way, leading the league with 18.6 receptions over expected per next-gen stats. No one else has more than 16 in the NFL. Lamb also has at least 10 receptions running six different routes and can be aligned just about anywhere on the field and is still reliable. He's been elite the last couple of games, and yes, I know they've been against weak secondaries, but who the H-E double hockey sticks are we expecting the Cowboys? Cowboys to go up against this Sunday. He will be fantastic. Number two, Miles Garrett. He's the highest graded pass rusher for PFF. While he doesn't have the sacks as other defenders, he does have the fastest average get off time in the league among qualifiers at 0.66 seconds. He's also second in the NFL with 54 quick pressures. He's also in an enviable position because you can't double team him too often because Zadarius Smith exists. Miles Garrett will have his opportunities. And at number one, <clears throat> it is difficult, if not impossible. This might be the toughest game for me to handicap as far as uh, Super Wild Card Weekend. 
it's the Dolphins and the Chiefs. And one of the big reasons is that Miami does have a lot of individual talent that you simply cannot disregard because of conditions, mashup, et cetera, et cetera. And that's why I have Tyreek Hill number one. Highest PFF grade among everyone this weekend. Who am I to argue after finishing as the receiving leader? Huh? You cannot play zone coverage against him. He's averaging 4.1 yards per route in such situations, nearly one yard better than any other skill player with at least 100 routes run. Also, no one has more catches beyond 10 air yards this season. So even if the Dolphins are trailing, they are capable of making a comeback. So number one, Tyreek Hill, then Miles Garrett, C.D. Lamb, Denzel Ward, and Tyron Smith. Joe? All right, very good. I don't uh, have any names, but I probably should have had one. I just ran out of room. I One of your names, I'm like, yeah, they could be number one overall. Uh, mm -hmm. Not where I ended up going. All right, I'm going to start with uh, number five for me is uh, on the Cleveland Browns. And I thought about going Garrett, but I ended up going on the other side of the ball with the Cleveland Browns and the connection that Flacco and David Njoku has uh got me here uh the texans are awful against the tight end position if you look at some of the yardage they've given up throughout the year colts they gave up 80 yards to that position jaguars 78 falcons 176 saints 82 bucks 70 jaguars the other game 104 yards to the position jets tight ends had 94 yards against them and Njoku is on fire against good defenses. He had 104 against the Bears. He had 134 against the Jets. He's got four touchdowns with Flacco. So I think Njoku is going to be impactful this weekend. I put him at number five overall. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with another Cleveland player. I just I couldn't bump him outside the top five. And I'm also going on offense. Amari Cooper against the Texans. The last mm. game Amari Cooper played was at Houston, and he had two touchdowns and 265 yards. With Flacco, he has 37 targets in the last three games. So I could see both guys being very impactful and having massive games uh, when the Browns go down to Houston and end up winning that game. So I uh, put Amari Cooper number four overall, and here's the one I am aligned with. Aaron on number three, going against Philly. I put Mike Evans. Like, it's all lined up against that awful secondary for him to have a monster game. And this is a guy, he always gets, he seems to get overlooked. And he, the level of quarterback play doesn't seem to matter. He puts up numbers no matter who it is. And he just finished the season tied for the league lead in receiving touchdowns with 13 of them. So I could uh, see Mike Evans having a very big day. Put him number three overall. Can't believe I'm doing this, but I'm going running back. And I don't even know if he's playing. But I do know, on the field or not, Raheem Mostert matters. If he's not on the field, it's going to be a big loss. If he is, I would think it's going to all run through Mostert running on that Chiefs defense. The guy's a rushing touchdown leader this season. He, he was always above expectation. Like, the numbers are very impressive all year. If it's Achan, if he's the only guy that got back there, there's a lot of reasons to be concerned. Like, you, you need Mostert as a bell cow. So that's going to be big information if Mostert can go or not. And uh, in the last one, I uh, made a pick in the Lions-Rams game. I, Aaron, I did think about Amon Ross St. Brown, but I just I decided to go with a different sort of a matchup. And I'm looking to the trenches. Like Aaron Donald is not going to be held back. Dan Campbell was talking about this. He's like, he's going to be full go. This is the playoffs. And he's right. 
And in his last game that he played, he had two sacks. He still has it. And then there's Kobe Turner next to him. Yeah. So the in, I'm thinking about the interior of that Lions uh, offensive line. Kobe Turner, nine sacks, 16 quarterback hits, eight TFLs this year. You know, everybody's been talking about him over the last month. So I'm thinking, where do we go? The 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 tackles are going to be fine for the Lions, but the interior is what I'm wondering about. So number one overall, I've got Frank Ragnow as mm. the biggest, most important player of the weekend. If he has a, a great game to help helping out those guards next to him, then uh, they're going to be in a good spot to move on to the divisional round. If If Donald and Turner are having their way, it's probably going to be really difficult for the Lions. And, you know, everybody talks about the Rams offense, but how about that defense and what those guys have done? So number one, I go Ragnow. Number two, Mostert. Three, Mike Evans. Four, Mari Cooper. Five, David Njoku. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And that makes a lot of sense because we know this about Jared Goff. He needs the play action game, right? He needs Mm -hmm. to be able to fake the run, especially with a good run game that they have, make sure all the looks look the same so that Mm -hmm. he can throw to those crossing routes to Amon Ross St. Brown. Because if he can't do that and the pressure is just too much, I know Jared Goff's pressure numbers have been pretty good this year, but we got to believe at some point he will wilt, you know, like an old flower, what we're calling this secondary for the Eagles, but Jared Goff can wilt like an old flower if he's pressured a little bit too much. If that happens, then absolutely the Rams uh, defense can have a great day and the Rams in general can have a great day. Mm, Aaron Donald's going to be pumped for this one. Uh Going against It's another old matchup, former teammates. Oh, yeah. One thing that stood out to me, I, I mostly looked at just betting from a prop perspective, like who I think, you know, could have a big game. So I stuck to, you know, mostly players that you can bet sure. on. But also when when doing my research, I thought about it, like, can some of these lopsided teams who maybe have a really good defense, but um, average offense or vice versa go far in the playoffs or should we look at more balanced teams as well you know in terms of overall success because even when I looked at the Chiefs like they're they're not that lo- they're fairly balanced they're not particularly ranked number one or two in offense or mm-hmm. defense but I'm like maybe I need to think about the Chiefs a little bit more than I have been maybe you know because they're a little bit more balanced and you know, you look at some of these lopsided teams like the Browns or the Dolphins, like, will that come to haunt them, you know, as so, we get deeper into the playoffs? It's an interesting point. Do we think the playoffs are going to play out like the regular season did? If that's the expectation, then I would agree with that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I think in recent years, we're looking at more at the quarterback play above all else. And after the last 18 weeks, 
I don't think we're doing that. And part of the reason is all the backups that ended up playing, but we're just not seeing those games where these elite quarterbacks are carrying their teams to 30 plus points every single game because the scoring is is down so much in the league. Mm -hmm. So are we going to revert back to what we've seen? Are these going to continue to be lower scoring games where defense is actually winning games, something we haven't seen in years until this Mm -hmm. season? Um, Yeah. If so, if if it is more like that, yeah, some of these balanced teams, yeah, you might want to might want to back them. Or is it something where a team that's maybe top heavy in terms of offense or defense that might lead the way? I mean, one of the things that I always do in yeah. terms of you know this time of year, we are about to approach the playoffs. I'm looking at teams that do something really, really well. Either the offense is elite or the defense is elite. And then I want to look at the other side of the ball. And it's not so much balance. I don't know if that's the right word for me. It's more of, okay, are they at least competent? So the Browns might be a good example. Number one defense. We all agree on that. Can the offense be competent for four games? And I think that's a legitimate question because if Joe Flacco does have a bad game, then they're not competent and they could lose to a good playoff team no matter who it is. Mm-hmm. I think I like that scenario better than a team who is good offensively but can't stop anybody. Like, right. that worries me more. <laughs> sure. I, yeah. It, it, yeah. Not so much balance, Joe, but just more like be competent across the board and then do something super duper well. That to me is how it works. This yeah. is Becky Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, today's NBA card and some futures as well. Coming up on the BetQL Network.